Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Uh, the pro life community here in Ohio is um, reeling. You know, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked. I am deeply disappointed. But I'm honestly not surprised at the outcome of the election yesterday. So many lies were told. So much money was spent. The uh, the pro-death people outspent our side three to one. So many television ads misrepresenting our side, misrepresenting what the uh, amendment actually includes. And here's something really important. Uh, We don't live on an island here in Ohio. Uh, The entire nation looks to Ohio often for what happens here. And that certainly is the case with the state of Florida. It looks like Florida is going to be facing next year what we faced yesterday. And because of that, we're going to be linking up with WTBN, our Tampa affiliate, and uh, my dear friend Bill Bunkley. That has filled in for me. I have filled in for him. And so we are going to go to Tampa, Florida, and we're going to talk with my friend Bill Bunkley. I want you to welcome in my very good friend, Bob Bernie, as we're now live also with WRFD, The Word in Columbus. Bob, good to have you together. Hey, That's something different. Bill, as President Bush used to say, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. <laughs> Modern technology. I want to thank your staff and our staff for figuring the seconds, figuring the moments, but we are here, and it's good to hear your voice, my friend. Well, you as well. And you know, when I have the opportunity to fill in for you, I would say Bill is my dear, dear friend, and that's not an exaggeration. Uh, we have been dear friends for a long time. And uh, anyway, uh, let's talk about what happened in Ohio yesterday, Bill. Uh, it was not even close. Uh, of course, absentee ballots are going to be counted for who knows how long. But about 56% of the vote here in Ohio approved probably the most radical pro-abortion amendment in the entire country. Hmm. So we're not just part of the pro-abortion group of states. We're And Bill, that's not Ohio. We are a red state. And here's the crazy thing. Every statewide office holder here in Ohio is a pro-life Republican without exception. And every single statewide office holder went out and campaigned against issue one, as it was called. And it was still passed by 56% of the vote. And, uh, all evening long and this morning, I've been trying to think, what is, what is the real lesson? Yes. And I've got all kinds of things that you and I can discuss, but here's the bottom line. For, for me, abortion was never and will never be primarily a political issue. It's a spiritual issue. Okay. It's a moral issue. And I, I really fear, Bill, that we conservative Christians often— 
put too much stock in the political process. And I don't I, I, and I'm not saying that we should not be involved because obviously we should. Yes. Yes. But that's not where our trust should be. It should be in the pulpits and the pews that are out there in the front, making the biblical case, the moral case, the practical case that unborn children are exactly that, unborn children. And once again, we put enormous energy and money, not nearly as much money as the other side, into the political process and we have seen it fail again. Does that make sense, Bill? Am I mm. am I over the top on that? No, you're not. And, and uh, you know, one of the things I wanted, there's several questions I wanted to pose to you because, folks, if you're tuning in in Ohio or in Florida, uh, we may have the same ballot initiative in our election one year from now in 2024. Uh, we're trying to keep it off because the language is kind of similar to yours in Ohio. It's deceptive. We're hoping that our attorney general here will be successful in getting it thrown out by our state Supreme Court. If not, they've got about 400,000 signatures of the 800,000 signatures they need to get this on the ballot. And they have until about uh, February, uh, January 1st to get it done. So having said that, that's why every analysis that you give us, Bob, is so important to me because we need to understand. Now, my first my first question is, you, you're a you're a you're still pastoring, but you're a former pastor, uh, in a way that I'm not. But what about the churches? We know that if churches got serious about biblical values and issues, and everybody went out and vote, we could carry ever every election. I know you may not have this data yet. What's your sense about how involved the Christian community and pastors? Uh, did they show up? Did they not show up? What's your assessment? Well, in 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 the, in the circle that I run in, which would be very similar to the circle you run in in Florida, uh, pastors were very engaged. But my circle is not really that big because I run with conservative Bible believing churches, and obviously, Bill, they're not in the majority. And and one of the things. That really pushed this, one of these things that really pushed this thing, two very well-known pastors, particularly one here in Columbus, that pastors an uber, 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 far-left congregational church, uh, was on ad after ad after ad after oh, ad. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very oh, no. well-known. Oh, no. Yes, yes. Oh, and no. I, he said... I have counseled people for many years, and the government has no place in these decisions. This is a decision between a woman and her doctor and her God. That old, trite, cliched argument. And he was trotted out as well as another fairly well-known pastor. And they were featured in just dozens and dozens of ads that aired almost continuously and so it was like, well, here's a pastor saying the government should not be involved. And, and Bill, I, I, I may get myself in trouble, but I've said the hottest corner of hell is prepared mm. for spiritual mm. leaders who lead their congregations in that kind of direction. And I really believe that. I really do believe that. If there was anything that angered me in this, it was these 
pastors and the churches that actually were out pushing for this amendment to pass. Uh, and I believe, you know, God's going God's to judge them. God's going to take care of them. Hmm. And you know, Bob Bernie, what you just said, and I uh, just in the last week, I have been in consultation with national leadership of various pro-life. In fact, we were hopeful a few days ago that maybe the 50% threshold in, in Ohio would not be met. I thought it was 54. You said it was 56. But you just said something very important because these pastors, and they're going to do the same thing here, maybe not by pastors, by others, they are flipping the conservative argument because yes. and, we and, want we want the government out of our lives. And, we don't want the government telling and, us what to do. And, Bill, and they I'm, flipped our own message against us. Bill, I'm watching the clock. We're going to have to take a quick break, and we'll come back. We will continue that discussion. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Bunkley's in Tampa, Florida. Hang tight. We'll be back in just a few minutes. And we are connected to Columbus, Ohio, and to Tampa, Florida. And uh, it's my privilege to uh, simulcast with my dear friend Bill Bunkley, who is the afternoon talk show host on WTBN in Tampa, Florida. Bill and I have been friends for a long time. Uh, You have a special bond when you almost die with something, with someone on a mission trip. And that's exactly what happened with Bill Bunkley and I. So it is my privilege to welcome back to the program, Bill Bunkley. So this is Bob Bernie Live and Bill Bunkley, and both of the hosts are here in person. Bill, it is so great to be with you on the air today. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I've got so much. I've got two important questions All right, because you're the showcase and I want to get out of the way. But yeah, it, it, is, it is awesome to do this because I'm taking copious notes. I've got two important questions right. and uh, you're going to lead on this. Number one, to what degree did issue number one was abortion to get out the vote? And how much was it helped because you also had the pot bill on the ballot as well? Listen, listen, that was genius on the left's part. Because we know that the overwhelming support for the legalization of marijuana, and that's issue two, and it passed by about the same margin as issue two. And a whole lot of people who probably would not have been driven to the polls came to the poll because of the legalization of marijuana. And while they were there voting to get pot enshrined in our law here in Ohio, they took a look at the ballot and said, well, yeah, man, I've, yeah, dude, I like uh, abortion too. Yeah, man. And so I think it helped 
the abortion clause greatly. I really do. I really believe that that helped it greatly. Now, you know, we have the same potential perfect evil storm here in 2024. Is that right? Yeah, they're working on a a marijuana amendment and the other. So this is why we're paralleling it so close. And so uh, the other thing, Bob, to know that we have a 60 percent threshold. You guys voted on a 60% and voted it down. So as we're looking at these numbers, we're still acutely aware on our end. I thought it was 54, a little more alarmed as you updated me at 56. I think the New York Times was reporting 54 last night. Well, so and, we're and, and about again, that. yeah, with, with the absentee ballots coming in and so forth, it, you know, and not all the ballots have been. So it's somewhere between 54 and 56%. But, Bill, had we been successful in establishing the 60% threshold back yep. in August in the special election, this yep. would have gone down. And we knew yep. it couldn't reach 60%. We knew that, and that's why we fought so hard in August for that 60%, 60% threshold. But we didn't make it. We didn't make it. Mm. Now, let me ask another question. I want to know who paid for the ads of, uh, number one, these two left-wing pastors. Uh, who paid for their ads? Who paid for the rest of their ads? We understand that money that was raised in Ohio was minimal, that you had an onslaught of the oh, left-wing yeah. uh, carpetbaggers pouring in bags of money into the state. What was the ratio, and how much did these deceptive, negative, fear-mongering ads to women, how did all that affect this vote? Bill, the ratio was 3 to 1. The liberal left, and most of it dark money, out-of-state, George yep. Soros organizations yep. at all, you name almost any of those, and they had a part in this. They outspent our side three to one. Three to one. I am not surprised, but uh, I, I, I'm I'm shocked because when I say I'm shocked is that they knew the, the left poured money into Ohio for the abortion issue, and they also poured a lot of money, side note, into Virginia oh, where yeah. – conservatives, uh, you know, Glenn Youngkin was out everywhere talking about taking over both houses and sadly got his hat handed to him. And so I want to do one other question. So what's your feeling about the country? We got a debate tonight in Miami. And obviously, I think that also on the bigger picture going forward and what may have happened in Virginia, the fact that our House Republicans shot themselves in the foot for weeks by not having a House Speaker. We Republicans oh, yeah. didn't help themselves by no, showing no, no, that no. they were the oh, leaders, no, did no, they? No, 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 no. We looked like a clown show, Bill. We did. And, hey, who wants a bunch of clowns to lead the country? I am a registered Republican. I don't think I've ever voted anything other than Republican. But I was embarrassed by that, and I think that hurt I think that hurt here in Ohio as well. I think it will hurt for a long time. Uh, you know, I've heard people say, oh, people have short memory. Uh, I, I'm not buying it. Uh, while, while I've got you on the air, Bill, let me just, let me just share a, a site that I saw last night that just is indelibly impressed in my mind. Mm. Down at the pro-abortion headquarters, um, when they announced that it was projected that issue one, the abortion amendment won, 
there was cheering, there was shouting, there was dancing, there was hugging, there was embracing. It was party time. Bill, do you remember when even the Democrats said no abortion should be celebrated? Bill Clinton said that. Hillary Clinton said that. No abortion should be celebrated. It should be safe and rare. Rare. We saw last night celebrating the death of unborn children. That is how far left the liberal progressive left has gone here in America, where we are not just advocating reproductive care. We are celebrating in an almost insane manner the death of unborn children. And Mm. it's just incredibly sad. Nasty. Go ahead. Well, our our time is gone. I knew, Bill, it was going to go really, really, really fast. (laughs) And I'm so glad the technicalities worked out. It was so good to talk to you, my dear brother. And we're going to be praying for you folks there in Florida, I promise you. Well, Bob, I love you, buddy, you and your family, and thanks so much for being with us, and I'm lamenting with you, but you know what? It ain't over, and we know who's going to win in the end, and that is our Lord and Savior. Thanks so much for being with us. I read the end of the book. We win. God bless you, Bill Bunkley in Tampa, Florida. We'll be back. And I guess we have a few seconds left before we go into the break. Uh, Please, folks, do not give up hope. Don't give up hope. Uh, Joy and I came across a gospel song. Um, oh, it's been four or five years ago, written by a friend of ours. And it talks about, uh, let me th- make sure that I get the phrase correct. Uh, helpless, hopeless, uh, helpless faith, uh, helpless faithfulness. I think that's it. Sometimes we feel absolutely helpless. And many times we are. But we're not hopeless. And this was a a searing defeat yesterday. But again, we will win in the end and we keep up fighting. <laughs> 